Loser House. Welcome. This is episode 229. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. And this is Bobby. And we're back with good spirits after that <laughs> good win 4 to all 1 around, against no. Portland Timbers. All around good spirits, right? Yeah, all around good spirits. Yeah, good yeah. Spirit. <laughs> speaking, speaking of good spirits, um, a very eventful weekend, right? There was the Galaxy 4 1 win uh, on Friday over Portland. On Saturday, there was the Corner of the Galaxy Josh Gessman birthday uh, brewery event, uh, which good spirits were had by all. And on Sunday, there was the ACB picnic um, and, and and followed by the Gold Cup, the Gold Cup final. Um, let me tell you, man, good spirits all around, except for, except for, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, the unfortunate passing of Zazinho, the father of Jonathan Dos Santos and also Giovanni and Eder Dos Santos. Um, very somber, obviously. Uh, it happened, I think, what was that, Wednesday or Thursday? Did that happen? Uh, Thursday, I think. Thursday. So um, to uh, Zizinho, uh, this, this one's for you, Zizinho. Um, we, we, we talked about, uh, or, or we've sort of talked about Zizinho in years, years, years past about the sort of power that he tends to wield um, in terms of managing his sons. Um, But, you know, all of that aside, he was the patriarch of his family. He was somebody that his sons um, emulated and loved and, and, uh, and sort of was the, the, the glue for those guys um, so obviously he's, he's going to be missed and the loss is going to be felt throughout the galaxy family, um, pretty deep and, and I think long as well. So Zinio, cheers to you. Um, with all that said back to, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but, um, overall the extracurriculars, uh, around the galaxy, the, the corner of the galaxy event, incredible event. Um, uh, Josh had a really, really good turnout. A lot of our galaxy friends were all there. I got to hang out with them for a little while, um, and, uh, and, and learn a lot. Um, one of the, one of the highlights of my weekend, ergo, maybe my galaxy quote unquote career. I got to have beers with Cosmo, you guys. Ooh. Well, that was, (laughs) that was special and then uh you know as i said the following day we went to hang out with acb at their picnic it was it was local it was over at the uh, cortez park in west covina um rude i saw rudy from straight from the stands who told me look man take a bunch of food home because we bought food for 100 people and i think because of the gold cup final we're gonna see less than that and it was certainly was less than that but it was still a good time uh, we got to see lots of our, like as I said, Galaxy friends and and uh, and hang out and and get some good uh, get some good vibes going. So yeah, good good vibes all around this whole weekend. How about for you guys? Uh, I Fine. unfortunately did not attend uh, any of the extracurricular activities. Uh, a little bummed. Um, I, I, I would have loved to, uh, to have done that. I would have loved to have, uh, gone to, uh, Josh's uh, birthday celebration. Uh, unfortunately, um, I was, uh, stuck at home that day, uh, babysitting. It, uh, it was pretty freaking far. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, I don't mind a drive, but uh, um, I, it, it seemed like good times. It's always good times when you hang around other Galaxy uh, peeps and um, outside the stadium. Um, and so, uh, kind of unfortunate. Like I said, I had my little one with me. Didn't want to take him out. Um, have been pretty cautious with him with everything that's going around. And um, didn't feel it was a safe environment. And even if it was, it probably wouldn't have been smart to just take him. <laughs> uh, short attention span, probably would have. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then I worked on Sundays, so couldn't really do much of anything uh, there. But um, yeah, uh, did did get the game though. Did catch the game, uh, and wasn't without its. Uh, frustrating moments uh at the start of the game in yeah. which mm-hmm. uh uh since we're gonna get into this you know i the game started literally like just right off the bat within the first minute uh there was already i, I want to say it was a bobacy i could be wrong but i want to say it was him who got 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 behind the defense he's one-on-one with bond bond had to make uh a save within the first minute of the game and I said to myself, like, oh my god, like I really hope that that isn't a sign of things to come because we we can't afford to lose yet another game, um, especially at home. Um, this can't happen. And of course, the next I don't want to say what 10, 15 minutes, uh, Portland is just putting all sorts of pressure on us. We can't get the ball. Um, the Galaxy didn't look good. There was no sense of. I don't want to say urgency because there was no point of being urgent that early in the game, but there was there was no intensity. There you go. There was no intensity. It seemed like they just didn't want to play, and um, that actually happened for like a good majority of the first like I want to say fifteen, maybe maybe twenty minutes. I, I'm not entirely sure, but as that game progressed, I said to myself, "What if?" We regressed. What if this is the team from now on? Which really kind of scared me because I had seen this team for the past three games uh, for as many explanations, reasons, excuses, whatever word that you want to use. You know, you can throw the game away in Dallas out because they were really, really tired. Um, and you can throw the RSL game out because, you know, you spotted them two goals, so it was actually a really good result. And then Vancouver was just one of those what-the-fuck moments, right? But then you come out the way you did against Portland, and for the first time, I started to think, what if we regressed? What if whatever happened in those first, you know, few months, someone figured us out? What if we got complacent? What if we stopped with that winning mentality? Um, which was a scary thought for me because I hadn't thought about that all season. Um, the Galaxy have given me high hopes and high expectations of what this team can do this year and what this key, this team could be capable of, you know, uh, in in the future. Um, but those first fifteen to twenty minutes had me very worried that we may very well have went back to old ways and maybe the team that we saw, cause we, we, we talked about how we were finding ways to win, but you didn't look good. What if it caught up to us? What if it caught up to us? Like, Hey, we're not looking good, but we're not getting the results anymore. 
what if we're not looking good and teams are now taking advantage of those times that we had said, hey, if this was a better team, we probably would have lost. Um, what if all of a sudden now we become that, you know, subpar team that, you know, we probably should be because it's the rebuilding year, but does it, it just seems like ages ago because of what we've seen so far this season. Um, so for me personally, it was, it was very worrisome. Um, and it was hard for me to watch those 15, 20 minutes with those thoughts in my head uh, swirling around. Um, I, I mean, you know, I didn't really feel that, that fussed about, about, uh, about all that. I think that I, I really did come into the, the game knowing that the Galaxy was going to pull it out. Um, I, I honestly, I wasn't worried about it. I mean, maybe it was uh, the, the Ravalosin uh, Chilena <laughs> that, that made me go like, you know what? doesn't matter doesn't really matter because we're gonna fucking win this game um <laughs> I, I i think that really like I, I i wasn't too fussed about how they they started the game i was a little annoyed that you know galaxy uh I, I, well i'll say this i think once the galaxy figured out look we're not going to get anything out of ethan zubak so let's not play to ethan zubak let's play to some of our other attacking players i, I think that's when they kind of like really turned it on and turned it up um, the one thing that I feel I really, really took out of this game was this team is attempting to do something special. Um, the, the, the cliche thing that we keep hearing about in the locker room is play like family, play like brothers. Um, we're seeing it. We're really, really seeing it come together. Um, the tribute that they did after the Revolution goal um, with uh, Araujo and Revolution holding up the Zazinho and, jo- and Jonah jerseys, I really do think like that, that might be the mark of a team that's going to really fight for each other in the playoffs, a team that's really, really going to just leave it all out on the line and figure it out. I'm not that worried about this team. I was not, I did not have a single inkling of this is a team that's reverting. Luckily yeah. for her, uh, I'm sorry, Mike, go, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I wasn't there with you either, Lewis, uh, where it's kind of a little too doom and gloom. Um, it's funny, though, because, you know, looking back at the Vancouver game and then this game, it's clearly the it's like the exact opposite uh, of each other. You know, uh, you come out strong and then get scored on and you're just you're down, you're gone. And this one, you know, we we came out incredibly poor, and then we had that one moment where everything changed, and we we turned into a completely different team. Um, I just think it was, you know, uh, a short ignition that they couldn't get started in the beginning of this uh, last game in Portland. But that needs that's something that needs to be incredibly remedied. Um, and David is right. I mean, you could tell that this team already has like they have a full form backbone. Everybody's there, um, and they're working there. F- with each other and for each other um that's been but that's been 
that's been obvious for many games now. Uh, yeah. So to, to so to see them bring out the jersey and and be there for each other, like when Grand Sear made the the his goal, everybody oh was super so, yeah. stoked for him. But you know, but I mean, that wasn't like that was no surprise to me because like this is what we have been seeing, um, and I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. And, and like I said, they're going to be working for each other. Uh, and and uh, you know, it's it's I I'm. I, I feel like the traje- the trajectory is 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 on the right track. Everything is working okay, and everything is kind of placed where it's supposed to be placed um, for for a rebuilding year and for a completely like new like like a completely new family. There's like a whole this, this team is practically completely new. Um, there's only like a couple veterans, uh, so like it's 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 a big feat of what's happening, and and to have everybody care and want the same thing, you know, in unison. So. No, for sure. I I think this is just uh this is the middle ground and it's going to keep continue building and 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 going into an incredibly positive direction. I remember uh, a few games ago I was saying well, we're not we still don't see any style even though there was no reason to see style yet. Um I think, you know, maybe a month and a half to two months down the line uh we're going to start seeing the the true Galaxy style and I think that's coming from now it's being birthed by uh, Revelation and Grand Sir. Uh, they're 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 pretty putting they're putting a stamp on the on the style and and look of play that the Galaxy is is performing at. Yeah, um, yeah. Th- this team, as far as their their bond is, um, it, it's been pretty evident. Um, and Jonathan Bond actually said this week in the press conference that he's never been a part of a locker room like this. Um, that the team is just on another level when it comes to how close they are, how united they are, um, you know, the, you know, just, just the whole family, you know, the, the brother thing. I mean, it, it's pretty evident. We, we seen it even in the preseason. Um, they were preaching it, but they were also, you know, backing it up. Like you, you were seeing uh, how they would get victories when it never you know, looked manufactured. Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, th- those victories that you got, you know, where you found a way to win, you know, you didn't look good, but you found a way to win. You know, th- those are the victories that obviously bring you closer. The, 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 those moments that you're saying, hey, you know what, we didn't give up. All of us fought. We were all there for each other. Um, I-, I think that does continue. Um, and it wasn't a doom and gloom for me, but it, it did. It did. You know, I, I wasn't going to say that's the end of the season, but I did for the first time <laughs> say, oh, my God, this is like this can't be a coincidence if it happens four games in a row, right? Like we can't make an excuse here, right? Like there's, there's, there, there's no angle that you can play yeah. where, you know, where, where you can say you're at home now, you're rested. Like you can't make any, you know, any sort of other excuse right. or, yeah. or reasoning where like, where, where it would be quote unquote justified. Well, coming out me, the way that me, you did. To me, they're working it out. They're they're right. working it out, and the way they work it out has evolved. Um, you know, two years ago, the way they work it out is they put the the you know you see the body language. They slump the shoulders. The, the heads right. get put down. Um, they stop fighting for the ball. Um, last year, um, you know, they 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 try a couple things for a little while, and then they just kind of peter out. This year, it, it's different. And even throughout this season, it's been a different response. Um, whereas the game against Dallas, you heard Greg Vanny himself basically say, we gave them 10 minutes to see what they could do. 
And then after that, it was preservation mode. This was not. This was not like that. This was no. no fuck this. We're gonna fight back. We're gonna. We're gonna get this back. This is our game. Yeah, we're doing and, this, and and more importantly, we're doing this for Jonathan. The the thing was uh, in that game, and you, and you saw Greg Vanny on the sideline, and uh, he, he was he's pretty. Um, He's animated. Yeah, he was animated very early on. Uh, we'll say that. Yeah, he was very much animated early on because I think he noticed something too. You know, usually it's not until like, okay, hold on a second. Like, you were fine, but something happened. We're going to have to regroup and, you know, reassess what's going on. We have to refocus. Um, he got it pretty quick. You know, what was happening wasn't, you know, okay, again, it was one of those things like, yeah, there's no excuse now. There's You've got to wake up. You've got to figure this out. Um, they did. They finally did. Um, because, I mean, I think it was partly the strategy that Portland was probably trying to, to implement here in that Portland isn't a naturally pressing side. You know, they, they, they're they counterattacking team, especially on the road. So I, I think they figure, look, this team is depleted. Um, this team is coming off a, a poor road trip. We can probably take advantage here. You know, um, let's get that goal early. And they don't have any, you know, legitimate scoring threat up top let's get that early goal and defend like hell and when they overcommit, we take advantage of it because the galaxy are not a good defensive uh, or transition uh, defensive team so let's go ahead and do that and a minute in it almost worked you know i I think they probably would have caught themselves by surprise as well where they would have had to have defended for you know essentially 90 minutes but they kept pressing they kept pressing and um the galaxy just couldn't handle the pressure um once they figured it out, and once they got into the Portland side of the field, you could see that they were trying to move the ball around. Like, okay, they're, they're getting back to what they're trying to do. Um, it still doesn't look good, but they're they're moving forward. They're trying to push the ball forward, and they're starting to fight back. They're, they're, those are response. And little by little, you start seeing them getting closer to goal, getting closer to goal. Um, and about – it was pretty deep in the game. I want to say close to the 30-minute mark. Maybe like 25, 26 minutes, somewhere around there. Um, you get that corner kick. And um, I'm not sure what to call him. I'm not sure if it's Revolution. Ryan, uh, just call him Ryan. It's, yeah, it's, look, okay. Listen, call him Ryan. We like, we like the way Revolution sounds. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's, I don't even know what it, say, what it is. It, we initially called him Revolution, like uh, Videl Sasan, right? Uh, it turns out that it was closer to that than it was to, to revolution, uh, it, but I think it's, it's well. Now that's being pronounced revelison. Revelison. That's, that's where that, that's where somewhere uh, in between we've seen Joe Tutino and then uh, uh, who, who uh, whoever had the call on Friday. Oh, Brian Dunn says for one. Uh, uh, yeah, was on, revelison. On the call. And so it was revelison. So it, it seems to be that's where we're headed. So I'll, I'll, I love revolution. Uh, but whatever. Uh, anyway, he Saint comes up. Revolution. Okay, sorry. Go on. <laughs> You're uh, got a lot of tunes in you today. I do. <laughs> um, so he comes in and scores what should be the goal of the week, right? Uh, Wikipedia. Number Wiki- one. Wikipedia number- says sorry, it's on. Wikipedia says it's Revelson. Ravelson. 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 Ravel
Ravelson. Ryan, Ryan, hey, Ryan. Ravelson, Ravelson. So, yeah. Whatever. What's, okay. his, what's his Twitter name? What's his, uh, his Instagram <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, dang, I don't remember now. I gotta look at it. But it doesn't matter. Go on. Doesn't matter. I was All gonna right. say, let's just call him that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he, he hits the, the Chilena. Uh, it wasn't straight from the corner. It went off a defender's head. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's still a good-looking goal. And the guy uh, put in for defensive purposes is scoring goals almost at will now. Um, scoring what, what, his fourth goal now, I think, uh, so far in the season in uh, what five, maybe six games. So the guy's on a tear, um, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. And what, what what a player though! God damn it, what a player! Yeah, what a player. to bring in, and 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 honestly, um, the the galaxy didn't even wasn't even aware of his offensive abilities, <laughs> his ability in the air. Yeah, so, it's so to funny. strike gold in the way that they did, holy shit! Look where I found. I don't think uh, it's gold I mean, though. That's wow. I, I think I, I think you 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 I think you struck gold with um with Grand Seer. Um, but like a I, I month think, ago, a month ago, I don't think we were saying that about Grenzier. Uh, well, I, we, no, a we month were, ago, we, we, a month we were, and a half we, ago, we were saying Grenzier no, is maybe a role player. Yeah. N- no, but, we, we, we said that, go. we go. said that he had, he had a lot of potential and he had a, he, he played really well. He just wasn't, he just wasn't fitting correctly at the, yeah. at that moment. And then he was going to grow and this is where he's at. This is exactly yeah. what, well, at least I said yeah. that. So that's where he's at. But uh, I think what uh, Lewis is trying to say that is uh, uh, Ravelson is like more like a diamond in the rough. Yeah, th- that's you know? a diamond. The, the, the way Jonathan Bond is a, was a diamond, like you've you found two diamonds in a gold mine. Like it, it's just incredible what what these two players brought. And you know, we're saying if you can hit on half of your your guys, you should be pretty good. It seems that so far, I'll, I'll, except for one, you've hit on it. So like, you know, Vanny doing pretty well uh at the you know he's pretty good at this recruiting um sorry recruiting he's pretty good at this um rebuilding Scouting. Oh, um or so, rebuilding yeah that's true so here's the thing so I, i'm watching the game i'm at home I, I unfortunately did not attend the game um so D- david did he's watching it live so obviously he's going to be the first one to see uh, and you know uh see the goal he will I then was text- on a delay <laughs> <laughs> um he then texts us uh, and it kind of ruins it. So it's like, oh, okay, so I got to, you know, w- we know it's coming. Um, I was watching it on the Spanish feed and I was streaming it. And the, when, when, when David texts, it took another like 30 seconds at least. I even, for, I even for, gave for a Bobby to catch up. I even gave a buffer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then, yeah. okay. Then that was a lot because it took at least another 30 to 45 seconds for Bobby to catch up and then him send a text to, you know, to, to, uh, respond to it or to react to it. And it took another 30 seconds for me to get there. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is way too far back. So David had put, holy shit, Golasso. And I was like, okay, this is David saying this. I should probably hold (laughs) off on, on writing the Golasso part. Um, and waiting to see, you know, what happened. So then Bobby, kind of gets amazed as well so okay so i start texting it uh and i haven't refreshed twitter because i'm watching okay it's gonna happen at any moment i didn't realize i was that far behind so i i didn't see anything uh 
about the way the goal looked or what had happened uh, through Twitter yet. So, so I started putting Golasso Galaxy and I started doing the thing. Um, and then I finally see it. So I was like, oh, yeah. So I started putting in, okay, who did it? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. One nothing. I'm not even done finishing the text. I haven't even hit send yet. And I get a motherfucker from David. And I was like, okay, something bad happened. I'm just <laughs> not sure what context. Is this like another goal? Did someone get a red card? Did someone, like, what is going on? And again, so I, I hit the send button. Bobby, you know, 30 seconds later gets the, are you kidding me? And I was like, it's a goal. I'm like, <laughs> a goal. Like, I mean, like right there, I, I knew I'm like, it's a goal. So again, I got to wait and wait and wait. And, you know, so, um, so I see that goal and I'm like, oh my God, like, you got to be kidding me. So I'm like on a big delay. But yep. at that point, I also said, um, you know, whatever momentum that you were building, you just give it up. You yeah. just give it up. Yeah. Like, right. Immediately, I, I, I for sure felt that within the few minutes um, after the goal, um, I was I was actually very like I couldn't believe the the bicycle kick. Um, I mean, I fully believe that it was Ravalisson that that did it because I mean, you know, God, what a player! Um, but yeah, for them to to get hit right back, um, that was that was hard, and then it was. The like, as you said, the, the, that lost that feeling of like, God damn it, we 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 need to get back into this game, um, and we don't really have that game changer um, to you know to to do that. And uh, so yeah, so I, I definitely felt that. But then as as time went on, um, I started feeling the the momentum shift that happened with Portland started you know kind of died down a little bit. Um, which was good for the galaxy, obviously. Yeah, I don't know when you guys say, you know, like, oh, that they lost the momentum. I, I personally believe that there was absolutely no momentum because that that bicycle kick kind of came out of nowhere. They weren't really building too much before that. And then the goal was literally like two minutes or a one minute yeah yeah like a, away like, yeah, so like oh, there was there was no momentum yeah so it was like so i'm like well, the we had to, well, the momentum it didn't start wasn't... until it didn't start until that we got scored on is where we had to build the momentum because there really wasn't any before that no I, I i like i said i saw them push up i saw them go forward i saw them possess the ball a little bit more um you know did they look dangerous no they didn't um, but I, I felt that, okay, they settled in a little bit. They're not being dominated. They're not chasing the game anymore. You know, they were, they were basically chasing shadows. Uh, Portland was just kind of just toying with them, um, I felt. So the fact that they settled in, the fact that they, they regained possession and started just inching closer to the goal, albeit without any sort of real danger, I felt, okay, they're starting to build something. They're starting to get a rhythm. They're starting to say, okay, okay, we, we, we got our feet on the ground now. We, we, we. You know, it took a while. It took longer than it should have, but we're settled in a little bit, or we're starting to settle in. And let's push the ball forward. The bicycle kick did happen out of nowhere. Didn't see it coming, and um, it kind of like catapulted the galaxy into a place where, like, hey, you probably were building to it right now, but you didn't deserve it. But doesn't matter. You take it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. With the fact that the you whole, were able to that give goal, it right back. That goal was the whole reason we got scored on, too, though, because everybody was like, oh, oh, 
with hearts all yeah, around I their heads so. and yeah. shit. Yep. I guess <laughs> that's so. why. That's yeah, why David texts later, and the he's, he's like, they in the second goal that we made, they're like, he, David's like, nobody in the back came up. They just stayed back, and I was like, yeah. good. Yeah. Like, just and, fucking and, and learn look, your lesson, goddammit. And, and, and let's be honest, like, uh, again, I, I'll say it. This is a mark of a special team. The goal, they go, they it's a big team celebration. Everybody is ecstatic that this goal has happened and they get to celebrate and they get to dedicate this goal to Zazinho. They get it to dedicate it to their brother and Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, it's a big emotional thing that happened. And then they get smacked in the face. And so the lesson <laughs> is learned. They get the go-ahead yeah, goal. I'm glad they, they get learned the go-ahead quick. goal. And then it was like, oh, let's stay focused. And the focus, you know, especially from the defense was like, all right, that's cool. We got a goal. Fucking, this is our spot. Let's get to our spot. Let's not get caught again. Let's not waste this yeah. for Jonah. Um, let's talk about that second goal because um, we got to start with Julian Araujo, who places a pin-perfect cross uh, to Victor Vasquez. Um, Victor Vasquez is wide open, wide open in the box. It's a free hitter. Um, it's a good thing that it's him and not Cabral. There, I said it. <laughs> okay. I said it. It's a good thing that it's Victor Vasquez. He doesn't miss. Galaxy are up two to one. And all of a sudden you have a game. You know, um, those three goals came within under 10 minutes of each other. Uh, and he said, oh my God, like defense is just going to go out the window now. Right, it's gonna be a barn burner. Um, it's gonna be those old. Okay, I'm gonna. It's gonna be like a four three five four type game. Um, but Julian Araujo had a hell of a game. Um, two assists. Uh, he would later come in uh, in the second half uh, and early in the second half. The Galaxy came out of the gates um, just absolutely on fire. Um, for as flat as they came out in the first half, as, as much as they were just chasing the game, they played a nearly perfect second half. Yep. Uh, a nearly perfect second half. Uh, I'll just get into the stats right now because um, I, I'll tell you that, they, like, at the end of the first half, the game was practically even statistically for the most part. Um, you had, like, the shots were even, shots on target were even. Um, I think the possession was almost even. It was like 53-47. Um, expected goals was almost even. They were both under one. So the fact that Galaxy got two was very fortunate. Um, but there was just, like the, the game probably should have been tied at the end of that first half. The way the stats ended up was completely different. Look at the expected goals from the first half to the second. In the first half, the Galaxy had a expected goal of 0.57. They had two goals by that time. So they were well exceeding expectation. By the second half, they poured it on 2.42. They ended up scoring the two goals, um, finished at 2.99 expected goals for the game. So we'll just call it three. Um, and the second half, Portland had an expected goal of 0.50. There was absolutely nothing going on i think they had one they took they had three shots on target in the first half they only took one in the second half um they had they didn't create any chance in the second half really um it it was just dominate domination 
on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't remember seeing Bond do too many saves in the second half. Um, I think all the work he had to do was in the first half. Um, It it was just a a complete um, performance in the second half of the Galaxy. They came out firing. Both goals came uh, within the first, under the first 10 minutes of the second half, right on top of each other. Um, you had uh, Cabral who uh, took a bad shot, but went after his rebound, gets taken out by the goalie. Uh, Kleshin would then bury the penalty to make it three to one. And minutes later, uh, Julian Rahul with yet another just pinpoint accurate pass to a, another wide open Grand Sierra who gets his first goal. Um, I, I was so one. happy. I was so happy for oh, Grant yeah. because we knew and yes. we had been and everybody had been talking about like Grant is gonna get his goal. He really wants it. And you could see like it, like the subs came off the bench and ran around the field to come and so like everybody celebrated with Grant Sierra. They're so happy. And you know he he's he's a good like he's well liked in the in the locker room you know if you've seen his instagram stories he goes around he he makes you know he he's getting the people dancing he's getting the, his teammates dancing you know he's going around going good game good game good game all around <laughs> his all around his instagram stories i mean the guy is well liked and they were so stoked that he got he finally got his goal um and and you know honestly even before that when when vasquez got his goal i was like I was like, all right, we we got this. We're cruising. We're cruising now. Like it was no problem at that point. At four to one, that's when you said the game was over. The Galaxy have this. There's no way that they can get it back. The uh, I mean, it's still very early, and and sure, anything can happen. But at that point, they basically just stepped on Portland's throat and said, "That's it. Like you're not getting up." Um, it could have been more. Uh, Cabral misses. I think a couple sitters, including one open netter Oof, that man. somehow that was, that was rough, dude. That was very rough. Um, yeah, we, we kept, we keep saying our piece about Cabral nothing changes. I mean, it, if anything, it's actually pretty impressive because he's finding new ways to sit, to, to, to miss point blank open netters. That, 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 that has to be an art uh, form. That to you... me, to me, it all seems like the same. It, to me, it seems like the exact same miss it's it's he gets an open netter and he takes a soft shot i mean it's um, just i mean that, unbelievable that like the same miss yeah and, and, and again I, i'm not gonna harp on cabral because we've said our piece multiple times already but this is a guy that he doesn't deserve a goal uh grant sear deserved a goal 100 grant sear deserved yep. a goal yep. cabral does not deserve a goal he needs a goal um, we know that he got, you know, he opened up his account he against owes, dallas he owes us some goals um but man that guy yeah thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, after Cabral misses that goal, and and here's kind of this, you know, I don't know if it was maybe just my mood, um, but after Cabral misses the or or takes that soft shot and the 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 goal gets cleared uh, by the goalie, um, you see Cabral wanting to get more involved. He's out there asking for the ball. He's looking for the ball. He's demanding the ball in the final third. Cabral. Play with that energy the entire game. The goals will come. But I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't I mean, see, but I don't see that energy from him the entire I mean, game. It I, was I, I, it, for me. That's what made me. That's what made it worse. Um, 
you know, and 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 of course, he's young, he's undeveloped, he's raw. You gotta be patient. The the the, the uh, uh, what is it called? The um, the the unequal equivalent of people saying, "Oh, you guys gave Chicharito a year. You're not gonna give Cabral time, bro. Yeah. We did not give Chicharito shit. He squandered his good faith when he came in, and he earned it back." in the offseason and at the beginning of the season. Cabral has come in, and for the most part, his effort level has been subpar. That's, I mean, you know, I think if he's putting in maximum effort and he's not making the goals, you would forgive him. I don't see maximum effort from this dude. I agree. I agree with that. I saw maximum effort after he missed the goal until they subbed him out. Did he sub out? Uh, no, he played the whole ninety until the end of the game. I saw maximum effort, but not, but not before that. And that's kind of the part that that really like irks me. Uh, I mean, I, and I agree with you. I, I think that if he was showing effort, like the way Grand Series have been doing now, but not scoring the goals, uh, I think it would have been more of a we're rallying behind you. Don't worry about it. You're going to get your goal. Uh, but the thing is, is that he has put himself in good positions, um, which is. I mean, obviously, it, it's something that you want your players to do. You need to find yourself to get in, into good scoring opportunities. Problem is, is that you're not taking advantage of it. Like you get there, you know, but once the opportunity comes, you, you don't take advantage of it, and you do it in a way that's kind of like mind-boggling. Like you don't understand how in the world you don't score. You know, it th- that's just kind of like the frustrating part that. Like, you can't get any easier than this, dude. If you're not making those, like, I'm not expecting you to, yeah. to, 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 to a, score a world league. Like, like you know? literally just a little bit more power behind those. Uh, yeah. It's you know just, what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's an effort thing. I don't know if it's a... It's his you know, style, man. He's been like that since the style? beginning. It's it like it's, be. it this is the be. exact thing I've been talking about since he first got here. He like he plays like in a weird lackadaisy type of style. That's his style. That's how he. I plays. was gonna say lackadaisical too. I'm glad you brought that. I, I'm glad you made a new word out of that. Lackadaisy. Lackadaisy. Lackadaisy is a word. I think. I believe so. It's 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 lackadaisical. It's lackadaisical. Oh, lackadaisical. Um, Add it to the dictionary. But that's I'm how. But that's how he plays, you know, like that's just his his personality because he uh, does do work. You know, he does do he, he goes into spots and sometimes it doesn't really go to him or he he te- he tends to lose the ball or make dumb passes because, again, not enough power. Um, you know, he does he does things like that. And I just think it's his style. He just hasn't found the right medium for him or the right yeah. speed or force. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I think Bobby said it right here. I, I think that, that this is his style, uh, but it, it's obviously not suited for MLS and it's not good enough to make it work. Uh, obviously, you can have this, you know, style of where you look lackadaisical and make it work. Um, you know, Carlos Valderrama. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's just not going to work when, you know, like, it probably, I mean, we probably wouldn't be saying anything of it if, you know, half of those shots are going in. If it was working, like, hey, if it was working, run. we would be totally yeah. down with it. But but again, like <laughs> he can he can be like lackadaisical and then just be like, 
I just need to be right here. And guess what? I have an open netter. And if I'm making these, then it doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't matter what else I've done because I'm scoring goals and we're winning games. Right. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's something that he has to figure out. He's got time. He's got to be patient, but right now it's just really frustrating and really just, you know, it, it it's a, it has cost us a couple games here and there because I think with two DPs out, he has to step up. It is a little unfair to ask this undeveloped 21-year-old to take the reins. But, you know, with the type of contract that he has, I don't think it's also that, you know, um, I, I don't think it's that, un, like, I still say it picks either. up. I still yeah. say it picks up. We're so, still we're we're not we're near near mid season. I still there's still enough time. Yeah. For this again, year. Yeah, I'm for, saying and again, for this year. Five, I'm right. Um uh, and again, I, I'd rather you, you be good in October, November than you, you know, peak out, you know, here. So um well, speaking of players, let's get into this. Who was the highest rated player of Dang the it. Grand Seer? <laughs> I thought I was gonna be ready, but <laughs> uh I'm gonna say Julian Araujo. Uh, got, uh, so both of you guys were actually confidence with, of five. With, with with confidence and conviction. Um, I, I agree with David, and it is Julian Araujo. Um, eight point eight. So it's uh, easy to agree when you already see it. And beers. Yeah, when you, uh, you know the answer. <laughs> well, no, actually, I hadn't looked at it yet. Uh, but I mean, uh-huh. I, I had said it earlier. I go, look, Araujo had a hell of a game. He yeah, had two assists. Game. He had a hell yeah. of a game. Absolutely shut down uh, Portland. It was just, you know. It's it, it's a normal Julian Araujo game. How he did not make Team of the Week is way beyond me. I thought he did. I thought he did make Team of the Week. Did he? I thought yeah. he did. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of somebody else. Yes, yes, he did make Team of the Week. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm thinking of someone else. Who was the second highest rated player? Bobby, you go. Well, shit. The guy I thought was the first. Grant Seer. Grant, Grant, Grant Seer. <laughs> David. David, what do you think? Right, Ooh, he, uh, actually, yeah. Bobby made a good point. Revolution. Uh, Ravellison? Ravellison. Uh, Ravellison would be correct. Um, he and Sasha Kleshin both had 8.6, just under. Uh, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking Ravellison. Ravellison makes and, the best. And Sasha, and Sasha gets, and Sasha gets the highest honor of Lars player of the game. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was actually a little weird because, uh, I, I again, for me, it would have been Araujo. I thought that guy just, just stood on his head. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, Lars, just, the largest player of the game is not about who the best player was. Uh, no. Or well, isn't that the player it's of the never, year? It's, it's never about who the best player was. It's always about who embodies Lars. Right. But I thought that was a player of the year, not so much the, the matter yeah, of the match. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I still think that, that uh, Clushin gets a little bit of extra juice um, simply because he was a guy that Galaxy fans, old school Galaxy fans, they hated for a while, for a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into the lowest rated player. He's also the narratively, the, narratively, they're kind of casting him as kind of like the father figure to the team right now. Well, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Of course, 100%. And he is the, you know, we saw it last year during the pandemic, during the, you know, the, that, that rough um, 2020. Uh, where nobody wanted to take accountability. Who who do they put in front of the mic? Who who do they put in front of the cameras? It was Sasha. He yeah, he yep. took it. And so he's also out there with the the Black Lives Matters um protests yeah. And, and, yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, he's he's certainly been front and center and, and a guy who um I think Galaxy fans have sort of wanted um 
to to be the the father figure, as as Bobby put it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Who was the lowest rated player in this game? Oof. I mean, I think we all are thinking Cabral, but I might, yeah. it might not be. It might not be. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go with the trend here, and I'm gonna say Bond. Mm. I wish I, would, I wish I could get. I would I would say Cabral or Zubac. <laughs> For your balls and beer score, or yeah, just, yeah, uh, yeah, just in general, just just as a as a as a sort of a, you know affirmation of of you know that that, that I know stuff because <laughs> I'm feeling so down in balls and beers. Hey, I just I just set a new record, man. Um, two of them, I think. Um, Bobby, what do you say? I was saying uh, it's either Cabral or Zubac. Cabral or Zubac. Um, I forgot about Z- Zubac. Yeah. Like, Unf- that's how bad he's been. <laughs> I forgot about him. All right. So, unfortunately, it is Jonathan Bond. Um, hmm. 6.1. Yeah, 6.1. And again, it's the life of a goalie because, it, you know, when you're letting goals in and you're not doing too much work after, it, it, it takes effect on the rating, but it, it doesn't actually really reflect uh, what the goalkeeper did. Um, Jonathan Bond was at 6.1. He let a goal in, had three saves, and I think all three saves came in the first half, I think. So um, didn't do anything in the second half. So, you know, he's basically one for four, uh, which is probably where it came from. He has a clean sheet. He's probably one of the highest ones. Um, Or actually, no, I take that back because he didn't have that many saves. So he's probably still, you know, in the, like, low sevens. I don't know. Um, But as far as field players, um, 7.1 7.1 was the lowest, and I'm actually going to give this to DePew because he went high. the whole – yeah, well, when you win, you know. Yeah. Um, DePew was at 7.1. He was the lowest-rated player. Um, he was tied with Zubak at 7.1, but Zubak only played 67 minutes. Uh, DePew went the whole 90, so we're going to give that to DePew at 7.1. Uh, 7.2 for Villafania, just above them. He got a yellow, so I'm sure that brought the rating down. And Derek Williams at 7.5. Cabral, 7.6. So um, I thought that was pretty high for Cabral. Um, Granite Seer, uh, I thought this was low. Um, He only played 68 minutes. Uh, Maybe that's something to do with it. But with the goal and the way he was playing, I thought this was low. 7.5. Yeah, that's too low. Um, I actually probably would have thought he was in the eights as well. Um, I still would have given it to Julian Araujo, but I thought Grant Sear was probably in the eights, uh, low eights as well. But um, there it is. Uh, Victor Vasquez only played one half. He had 8.0, and that was because of the goal. So, um, yeah, when you win, it's you know it, it looks good, right, uh, all around. And... Um, it, it was a, it was a good victory for the galaxy. It was a good response, uh, not only for what happened uh, in Dallas, uh, or at least how it all ended, the road trip, how it ended in Dallas, uh, but the way you came out in that first half, where you were just completely flat, uh, no intensity, um, just not really sure what to make of what happened. They responded well. Uh, they came out in the second half. Uh, they could have faltered, uh, you know. Uh, Portland could have made their adjustments. They they probably could have scrambled. They didn't do that. Uh, they, they 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 kept on it. They they you know punched Portland in the mouth, knocked them down, and just put their foot on their throat and said, "You're not getting up." And that's exactly what happened. A really good win. Portland is currently below the playoff line. I still don't think that 
Portland misses out on the playoffs, I think they're a playoff team. Uh, I think they're underperforming. Um, but the Galaxy beat, I I personally believe, a, a solid team. Um, not a great team. Uh, I wouldn't even say a good team, but I, I think it's a solid team. Um, and um, that's a good start to their to their homestand because they have a lot of games in August as well because, you know, the MLS schedule just was just brutal. Uh, five games in July, they will have, I believe, six games uh, in August. So uh, ending July on a good note, and you're going to have a lot of home games in August. You need all of these points, uh, including, uh, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, might be tonight's game. Uh, They'll play against RSL, 7.30 at the Diggity. This is a game that is not a must-win in the traditional sense, but you need three points at home. You need to get back um, the points that you lost on the road, on that brutal road trip, get back on track. You have RSL, you have Vancouver, um, both teams that you kind of underperformed during that road trip. This is your revenge match. Um, Get six points out of this. You're currently sitting in third place. Um, we had talked about this, that despite the poor road trip, they didn't move in the standings. So it's almost like no harm done. And the way the standings currently sit right now, Seattle, who has been struggling mightily, lost to San Jose at home, um, dropping a lot of points. They sit at the top 32 points. Kansas City also dropping points at home to a non-playoff team in Dallas. They're sitting at 30. The Galaxy are sitting at 28 points. It's very possible that the Galaxy... I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but it is possible. The Galaxy can very well end up in first place at the end of this week. Okay? Um, Six points would vault them up over Seattle as long as Seattle is dropping points. The same thing goes with Kansas City. By the way, Kansas City and the Galaxy have a game on hand on Seattle. Seattle has played 17. Kansas City and the Galaxy have 16. So they have a game on hand on Seattle. So again, if they do what they're supposed to be doing, very much can finish in first place in the Western Conference. But let's look one spot below that. Colorado is one point behind the Galaxy at 27. And they have a game on hand on the Galaxy. This is where it gets fun. This is a very important uh, month for the Galaxy because, as I said, most of the games are at home. You expect three points. There is a a, a tough stretch after uh, their two games. They have to travel to Minnesota the following week. They're going to have a full week's rest um, before they uh, travel to Minnesota. Um, so they'll have the uh, – it, it's an afternoon game. It's a 3 o'clock game uh, our time on Saturday, August 14th, and just – Three days later, not even Wednesday, it's Tuesday night. They have to come back and they play that Colorado side. That is going to be tough simply because you're turning around in less than three days, playing a game, going practically cross country against a team that is just right there, neck and with neck and neck with you in the standings. That is almost like double the points. That is like twice the value of uh, uh, that game is twice as valid because it, it, it means uh, like that much more that you're facing the, uh, the this team that's just battling uh, 
um, in the standings with you. They're just right there, neck and neck. Um, and then, of course, uh, you, you finish off the uh, the month with your arch rivals uh, at home against San Jose and up the freeway against uh, LAFC. And then um, you have, I believe, a, a two-week break. I think there's a FIFA break. Yeah. Uh, but then you play uh, in September, mid-September. Uh, you have to go to Colorado. So these are really, really important stretch for the Galaxy. And I have that... Uh, Galaxy Colorado game circled on my calendar because it's going to be very, very important, uh, especially going into the rivalry game. Um, MLS is MLS. It's nuts. It's it's brutal. Um, and it's goddamn entertaining. It is the best league in the world. It may not be on the field, but man, it's just so goddamn entertaining. Well, one thing to note, about you know going through August like we're 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 at the end of the dog days right this is where it gets where it reaches peak but this is also a time where we potentially are getting players back right and we're potentially adding players um I believe I don't think it's a it's officially official yet but if all of the news outlets have said that Dejan Jovalich has come to Los Angeles signed paperwork and now has left Los Angeles <laughs> and yeah. is awaiting the P1 visa. We'll see. We'll see whether or not we can get him in before the end of the season, before the playoff starts. Right. Uh, yeah. And by the way, uh, this is a, not an FO thing. They don't control the visas. This is a government thing. And because of what's going on uh, in the world right now, it, it's, it's, a, it's a much slower moving process. Hopefully, we get a little lucky this time around, not holding my breath. But um, uh, the, the good thing is, is that this deal is done. I, I believe that it is officially done. Um, he is going to be a member of the Galaxy. We finally have I believe a backup Josh, striker. Yeah, I believe Josh said that maybe Thursday we'll see an announcement. Okay. Yeah, so um, we officially have a backup striker. 20-year-old, um, um, you know, scored 20 goals last season. So he's obviously capable of doing it. Um, young, he's here for, I believe, four years. So again, it, it fits what the Galaxy are doing. It's not a loan. It's not a quick fix. It's a young guy that's going to be here with the rest of the players for the next, you know, half decade. Um, I believe I believe it was Chris Tucker who said on Twitter that the, the Galaxy, the build of the Galaxy in the post-Chicharito years is already here. Yeah, it, it's 100% because, I mean, it, it, what what we saw in previous years, it was all loans. It was all quick fix. We need a if, – if we're going to do something, we need to do it now, right? We're, we're trying to – we're not looking for the future. The future is now. So get me all the players that I can possibly afford in, in ways that I can possibly afford them and bring them in um, to try to win something now. And if that doesn't work, well, guess what? We're going to have to blow everything up and start all over again to bring in a whole bunch of new players to do the exact same thing that we did the previous year in that we're trying to win something now, so I need the players now and not three years from now. Obviously, you cannot build without a foundation, and you can't just miraculously think that you're going to win a championship by bringing you know, all these new players in and hope that you strike lightning. And even if you do, what happens in the next year? How do you repeat that? You don't. That was, that's the thing. Um, but what the Galaxy have been doing this season, um, 
we said it before. We asked, what the hell is this process that you keep asking us to trust? It looks like the process has finally been shown to us. And we well, see. Well, the process seemed to be get a new coach. Right. Um, well, I mean, again, that was the process for the past five years as well. We've had about the same amount of coaches as we had seasons. Uh, the, 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 the thing is that we finally got the right one. Um, they have a plan. Um, and they, they, in the fourth or fifth rebuilding year that we are currently in, you finally did it correctly to the point where we know that next season is not a rebuilding year. 100% it is not a rebuilding year. You have your core set of players. You have Bond, you have Sega, you have Williams, you have Ravellison. This is your spine right here. That's it. And they're here for the next four years. What they have done this year is the way that you were supposed to do it. And as I said, they've struck gold with these players. You've hit two diamonds with these players. Um, it's it's encouraging. Um, does that equal an MLS Cup? That's obviously, you know, got to wait to see that. But they are moving in the right direction. The mentality is there. The players are there. The the system is there. The chemistry, it's it's needs to get there and it's going to get thrown another wrench with, you know, the new striker coming in and they're going to have to get reacquainted with all the players that they've been missing because they haven't had a full strength, consistent lineup all season. This is the most consistent that we've seen with the galaxy. These past four or five games where you're missing Chicharito, we were missing Dos Santos and legit. You're missing and Williams, you're missing all these players. You've had that lineup out of necessity. Now you're going to bring all these players back. You're once again, you're going to have to rebuild Sega chemistry. Well. Yeah. Um, for the past, yeah, like two or three games. So you're going to have to rebuild that chemistry. We have not seen the full quote unquote, a squad. We've seen something close to it, but when, once we see, okay, we have a set lineup, guess what? A new player was brought in. So you're going to have to reshuffle this all over again. Um, so it's potentially good. Um, and as I said, uh, third place, definitely above where I thought they would be. I'm sure above where a lot of people thought they would be. And I think Greg Vanning came out and said during the press conference this past week that they had a goal set in mind that at the halfway mark, we want to be here. We want this many points at the halfway mark. And Greg Vanning, oh, this is what the player said. This is where we want to be. And Greg Vanny admitted that was ambitious. They're three points away from hitting that goal. Absolutely amazing. Three points, three points facing a winnable game. Very, very winnable games. It's absolutely incredible. This team believes. Um, it has us believing. Um, and it's it's just again, I'm repeating myself what I've said uh in previous weeks, but it's it's just a, such a breath of fresh air to know that this team is in good hands and that this team is on the right path and we can be optimistic and not just saying it through a fan's eyes. It's We're seeing what this team is capable of. So, um, yeah, uh, good times. We hope that continues. Um, we're approaching the halfway mark and we are in a good position. Like I said, we are a couple victories away from first place. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that's where we stop. There's a long way to go. We have a, a whole nother half of the season, 
plus the playoffs is a long way to go. And hopefully by then that chemistry continues to grow. And like I said, there's some shades of 2009 here. So um, we'll see how that turns out. Anything else, David? We do have one more thing, and I'm sure it's all of our one last thing. Uh, The Galaxy has unveiled that there's another statue coming to Legends Plaza. Is that what it's called? Sure. Uh, yeah. Legend, you know the, the the David Beckham statue area. Yeah. You uh, know where you're the, talking the, about the the number one Galaxy Legend himself, Landon Donovan, will be getting a statue. My only question for you guys, I posted this on, uh, as a poll on Twitter. What is his pose? Do you do Landon with a beard or no beard? No beard. No beard. But dude. Bearded Landon was clutch. He was the guy. Bearded Bearded Landon is the only guy yeah, who has lifted but, MLS trophies. Yeah, but that's not like the iconic look of Landon Donovan. What's the iconic look? Sunglasses? Without the beard. No, without Sunglasses the beard. being thrown from the stands? Pink yeah. eye? <laughs> <laughs> Shouting to the heavens after his uh, his record-breaking goal? That could be it, too. That one had but, a beard. But image-wise, people don't think of him with the beard. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I, whenever Jeez. I think of Landon, I think of Landon with a beard. Um, what, is, what is the pose? Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. You're going to throw a fit. <laughs> um, I'm sure that David, uh, in his joking manner, wants his to be the uh, water-drinking fountain. Oh yeah. Pose. Um, <laughs> he didn't do that. He okay. He didn't do that with the galaxy. Nor did he do the sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, pose with the referee going. No 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 no. Yeah, that was just. The I would US. love that. And and the and the pink eye too. That's not. That's also U.S. Yeah, it's also U.S. Um, I, I would say. I mean, it's, it's the hands up in the air, right? Uh, you know. It has I, to be that, right? I, 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 that's the me, only one I could think of, really. For for me, it's it's Landon running with the ball at his feet. Like in full stride, um, that's that's the iconic sure. uh, landing uh, image for me. Um, to the to the point where they almost made that part of the MLS logo is the silhouette yeah. of Landon running with the ball at his feet, the way that Jordan is part of the NBA logo. Um, Jordan is not part of the NBA. No, sorry, he's not. not. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. The way that they wanted to make Jordan part of the NBA logo. Um, I think that that's going to be the the iconic um, uh, pose. There is is landing with the ball at his feet, looking up, <clears throat> and uh, and you know at full speed. I wonder if they're going to mimic the speed like they did on uh, Beckham's. You know how his uh, arm his swing arm. and leg. They're, they're going to have to make they're going to have to make those like drag lines like throughout his whole body. Yeah, I wonder if they would do that because yeah. if they do that, then that might kind of like turn into a whole thing for all the statues. Maybe right. Yeah. I would, I would, I want to. I'm curious to see whether or not they go long dreads or short dreads on Kobe when they do his. Um, Who is? I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but uh, I think Landon is probably the most obvious uh, pick here as far as uh, who was next in line to get the statue. I don't think there's going to be too much argument. Obviously, you want players like Kobe and Cienfuegos, Ruiz, and Keane to be. to be in that plaza but you know 
who's the next one? Jeez. I feel like they would like, have to go. The, the next one, I think, it's I think it's Kobe. I That's, think it's Kobe. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, they have to go like really old school and it has to be Kobe. And, I, then, I mean, the, the thing, and then maybe the Keen after that. Maybe. Well, if they're gonna do if they're gonna do Kobe, like I would almost like to see Kobe and Cien together. Sure. Uh, but I don't think they would I launch don't know about two, that. I, two I, together. I, yeah, I see why you're saying that, but I, I don't think Cien's gonna get one at all. I, I do so, think okay. so, but he's she, he's like fifth down the so road. So here's the thing. So the, the 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 arguments or the debates when Beckham was was revealed as the the, the first person that's going to get a statue, you know, th- there was kind of like this this controversy in that why Beckham, there were other candidates that you could have put, including Landon Donovan, before David Beckham. Um, and one of the arguments that was made, and I think this was pretty much like that kind of solidified like, oh, yeah, OK, that actually makes a lot, a lot of sense. It wasn't just like. You know, he came in here and he transformed MLS into what it is now. It's basically that he is known worldwide, right? David Beckham played on uh, some of the biggest teams in the world. And uh, what he did here in MLS obviously was phenomenal. But he's recognized by anybody and everybody. Whereas, and that's why you put that in there. So when so when you have Nobody's like, going to travel from, from Japan to take a picture with the Landon Donovan statue. Um. Well, the, the the argument that I was make with Landon Donovan is that he is also on the world stage because he played uh, with the national team. He played in a World Cup. He's had iconic moments in a World Cup. Uh, he is known as the best player that the U.S. has ever produced. Um, that will change, you know, in the next decade or so. But he's very recognizable on the world stage. Not the same level as Beckham, but he's recognized outside of LA he's recognized outside of the states Cienfuegos you don't get that you're not going to get recognized outside of LA pretty much Um, you really have to get a hardcore fan in the states to know who Cienfuegos was This he, he is iconic for us which is basically what this is supposed to be but I kind of agree that I'm not sure Cienfuegos gets one he certainly 100% deserves it but if you're talking about like that type of, you know, I don't want to say marketability, but with that type of, you know, image. Yeah, he's not an icon. Yeah, Sam Fuggles will be on there. Unfortunately, it sucks, and it, and it's and it hurts because he definitely should be. Which is which is why I said you put Kobe and Sam together. I, I know, but does that, that sneaks him of, in? That sneaks him in, and you know, you have Kobe Jones and you have Sam Fuggles. It. It, it markets both the the history um, and the and the original Galaxy squad, but um, I think it diminishes what, like, like it's kind of like saying you can't have one without the other, <coughs> and I disagree. Well, you know they were part and parcel. I think they were both stars of those those early teams, and and I would love nothing more for um, the statue to be that image of Kobe and Cien like getting their rings after that first MLS Cup. That would be the pose. See, that pause right there sold it. No, actually, I was coughing, so <laughs> sorry. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it as a dramatic realization of shit. David's right. No, we're not gonna go with that. <laughs> no. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Just just our just our uh, our sincere 
Um, condolences to the Dos Santos family. Um, obviously, uh, the loss of their their patriarch is is a heavy one. Um, you know, our hearts go out to Jonah and um, and the rest of the the Dos Santos family. You never want to see that, and and we really do hope that this is something that you know rallies the team and and pushes them forward, but also gives um, you know some sort of, of comfort and 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 uh, happiness to the Dos Santos family. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house episode 229. I'm here with David and Lewis saying goodbye. Adios. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls in Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 